mean, like, I don't want to start out the episode on like a downer, but it's kind of like we just came off that episode. So like, it's kind of heavy. It's super heavy. We'll get to we'll get to all of that. Um, Yeah. Super. I'm trying to process it all still, actually. Yeah, like I don't like. I think yeah, I can't. I can't really like get into our normal joking around, and even like the joking, all the jokes that I had, like the first half of the episode that you and I were texting about, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Let's save it for the show. We need something for the show." Um, like I don't even remember what that was about, you know, and that feels so like. Like, I feel like, okay, let's talk about all the, ep- you know, the whole thing. But, um, y'all, this episode was really heavy. Just at FYI, trigger warning. I, I don't think that, I don't, I did not see a warning at the beginning of this episode. And I really feel like there should have been one, to be honest. Because, like, I don't get triggered by very much. But I was, like, it was a triggery. It was, there was a lot of triggery talk for me um, in there. Yeah. Um, as I suspect there was for a lot, because there were very many layers. It's the trigger warning for sexual assault, um, raging alcoholism, um, uh, <laughs> inappropriateness in general. Yeah, I mean, like, like there's just so much that was that was that was wrong with everybody. Well, so many's behaviors, so many behavior. Luke, Laura, Luke, and Laura behave both luke and laura's behaviors um so many things wrong and and then other there was there was other stuff too that i felt but um the the just like the the uh. (laughs) well i just kept thinking it was gonna maybe take a turn for the better and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and i was like i can't get any worse nope there it goes it got worse I couldn't believe it. I'm actually at the end shock. of the episode. I was actually horrified. I, I was literally sick to my stomach. Yeah. Like got better when Jason fired Laura. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Luke and Laura both get fired. Yeah. <laughs> but like there were so many layers, not just what Luke did requiring p- producers to pull him off before anything further could have happened. Um, but then, like the talk, the the processing of the talking, and afterwards, there was a lot of women should be allowed to be drunk. You mm-hmm. know that was triggering to me. Very that was that conversation kind of triggered me. And then there was the other conversation, you know, with with the Laura comments, and that <laughs> that was a whole nother layer. Just when you think there couldn't be another layer, there was. <laughs> so there's a lot going on in this episode, you guys, and I don't know if that I can bring it. <laughs> bring up the lightheartedness that we usually have i mean um you know we'll of course yeah. try to do justice to the episode in 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 every way that that is we don't want us to be a complete downer episode but um just given the weight that it i feel like it needs honestly. yeah i mean i saw luke for who he was a while ago and so did you and we made comments because he was saying inappropriate things early on that mm-hmm. were just questionable as a sober man doing an interview like what did he say something about like oh I know she wants it about like kissing her remember when he kissed her without consent yeah and he was like oh well like basically saying she wanted it like did did we call it that night that I called it that night I know that yeah I was like call him a date raper yeah something like that and I just it didn't sit well with me Mm -mm. and in hindsight looking back on it you know they record those interviews after their season is shot 
right. or most of the way through. So for him to even make that kind of joke in production off screen after being fired for what he did was so tasteless and just awful that I'm shocked he he's he said anything at all. Like, you know what? It didn't like even that. occur to me because, you know, yeah. And I mean, I look at things like that. I know things like that, right? Like I know they, they record those after, but I guess I didn't think about that with all the rest of the sort of horrifyingness of this, that, that there was another level of horrifying to him. Honestly, I didn't care enough to look to see if there was another layer of horribleness. It was like, right. this is what happened. And then the next day when he was trying to, you know, we're, we're jumping ahead. We're ju- let's Yeah, we should just start. Let's tell it in order so we're not like whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we'll get to all of it, but just um, trigger warning, sexual assault, um, drunken, um, non-consent, sexual non-consent, a lot of that um, uh, issues around that. So um, right. just be warned if that's something that might trigger you or you, you know, even questionable, don't listen to us. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, turn us off, turn us on next week and um, <laughs> instead. All right. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So now, and again, in hindsight, looking back, the title for this episode makes a lot of sense. We're talking about season two, episode six, all wrong. Mm-hmm. which sums up the pretty much the entire episode and so also this two was a hour yeah so this is a two hour episode instead of two one hour episodes they did one two hour episode and now we understand why because of the way they played this storyline out right because we we're talking about like why is there one two hour episode well yeah so pre- you wouldn't have been able to split this up and it wouldn't have been appropriate i think they made an excellent call on that and um yeah but it, but yeah so that's why it's one episode so, long. Uh, we see previously Luke being a fuck boy, Laura telling Aisha how to do her job, Chef Zarina cooking meat for the guests who don't eat meat, and last minute having to change the main course for some of the guests. So that's how the episode starts off. Zarina's like in the kitchen trying to figure out what am I going to cook for these guests that don't eat meat that I accidentally made meat for. So she did end up making fish, which looked delicious. Mm-hmm. And the guests seemed very happy. One guest needed a steak cooked a little bit more per his preference sheet. But overall, they were happy. So, yeah, that was good. Um, Did you see the one guest shoving the other one into his face into the cake that Serena made right next to the knife? Oh, my God. And then then they showed the montage of her, (laughs) like, spending all day on the thing. I was just looking at the knife next to his head. I was like, oh, my God. That was a big knife and then like <laughs> when the when the crew was like eating the cake in the back <laughs> they were like oh there's a hair there <laughs> yeah really <laughs> i wonder why guy got his face shoved into it mm-hmm. so the next morning we see zarina making a lot of different breakfast platters because each of the guests have different wants and different things on their preference sheet Captain Jason is checking the weather and he realizes that it's a good decision to bring the boat back in before he they hit like a major storm, which we had tonight here in the D.C. area. Yes, we did. We weren't even sure that we were going to be able to record because there was a question if uh, one or the both of us was going to be with with or without power for either watching the show or recording the show. We didn't. 
know. So we're just going to like see what happens. We're going to wing it. And here we are. And here we are. Okay. Yep. So we see Aisha and Laura talking about lime juice again. It seems to be a recurring theme. Because why? I mean, in hindsight, this seems so trivial of Laura's, you know, on the list of Laura's um, sins against her. I mean, that she committed against herself, not <laughs> sins committed against her. No, um, of Laura's sins. Like, it's it seems minor in comparison, but um, her constant need to, like, revisit this lime juice debate just to continually, like, prove to Aisha that she's right about the lime juice. Yeah. And then there's the lime juice, the great lime juice shortage of whatever 2022 you know when they're all the they're running out of limes and Aisha's like yeah fucking don't use the actual limes Aisha's like what does she have stock in limes <laughs> right? does she own a lime that was, like, oh my God. that was funny that was really funny yeah Aisha's so cute yeah and just awesome so yes. All right, then we see the co-primary discussing with Zarina the traditional food that she wants made in honor of um, her, I guess, mother-in-law, mm-hmm. the primary guest's mom. They were doing a memorial dinner and service, and they wanted it to be Cuban food. And Zarina, I saw Zarina in the kitchen on Google trying to look up recipes. I was like, doesn't she have like a colleague that specializes in Cuban food? <laughs> She's got to know, like, I don't know, anyone maybe well, that... Well, when they were doing the preference sheet meeting, she even said that. Like, <laughs> she even said that, that she um had never done Cuban food, and she was just going to, Google's going to be her friend. And, you know, I mean, I admire that, but I feel like there should be some other, at least, frame of reference besides, like, I could go to Google. No, but no, my, I mean, mine would not turn out nearly at all, even in the same category of food as hers. But still, like, I feel like there's a, like, there's got to be, like, some happy medium between <laughs> going to Google and, like, living embedded in right <laughs> you know mm-hmm. as far yeah. as knowledge, it made her seem very much like relatable more relatable this to me i was like oh uh, look at that a trained chef is looking on google to cook let me look to see how to heat up these chicken nuggets for kaya <laughs> you don't kind of a chicken i know i don't care well not at, at the house but yeah, yeah I, mean, I made her ve- it doesn't matter vegan yeah. nuggets tonight but <laughs> i'm like she's a human because being. you like sadness and <laughs> have you had the impossible chicken nuggets no no because i like happiness in my life you should try it it tastes like real meat in a full spectrum of human emotion <laughs> it tastes like meat i mean i'm not against meat substitutes um, I've definitely had them before and, and, and so I like certain ones and some I, you know, I like better than others. We have a meatless pork in our um, pork patties in our freezer right now because nice. how do life mate likes them in his um, breakfast sandwiches Ooh. when he's trying to eat healthy. That's what he does instead of like even a, like a turkey patty or something. He'll do that and he likes it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we get. Um, like, I know I don't I don't have like like as a like on a fundamental level i'm not anti fake meats but um that like the the idea of 
fake chicken nuggets to me is just like a bridge I don't need to cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I bring some for you tomorrow when I see you, but I ate them all. So just for you oh, to try one. Sorry. So sad. No vegan chicken nuggets <laughs> for me. <laughs> hey, you know, we all know it's probably terrible for you, the impossible stuff. It's probably, well, Who, we know it's all. They're engineering meat in labs now. Yeah. Like, would you eat that? No, because that's based off of animal cells. Not impossible foods, but the new lab-grown meat that they're growing is comes from animals. But you're not vegan anymore. You're just. But I don't eat meat. I don't eat animals. I eat fish. Oh, so I wouldn't eat like, you know, I don't eat gelatin or anything. That right, from. right. Yeah, because you you like your life to be devoid of any kind yes. of flavor. Or Sadness happiness. is my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just kidding, kidding you guys don't unmute the big vegans all three of you to come at me come on now all right anyway <laughs> anyway on. back to here so of course she realizes she needs more chicken so she has to call the provisioner but they're out at sea and a storm is a coming so the provisioner says hey i can only deliver you to you when you're at at the dock so uh that's gonna be <laughs> around like five or six i guess at night when captain jason arrives and the dinner's at what like eight yeah, so it puts her in this, like, time crunch, right? So she's like, okay, well, first of all, why didn't she order enough chicken? Mm-hmm. Did she not know? See, like, this was what I was texting you, the, like, I don't know that she's necessarily, like, cut out for this job. Like, like I feel like she's she doesn't quite have the stuff to, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, her food seems amazing, but, like, some of the, the other things that, that you need to 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 survive to like experience she doesn't have a lot of the i feel like an experienced person would have known hey i need to do this this and this right 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 and all of those kinds of things and she doesn't have plan b's and then this and then you know and it it, it feels like there's a lot of what i would probably term as amateur mistakes Mm -hmm. um because it's not like she's like being a leon or that other douchebag where he just not doing things because he didn't want to you know she's not things aren't getting done because she didn't know what she didn't know you know and and not for her lack of trying so she's really trying she's really really like wanting to do a really good job so I don't class her in those other categories but like she seems like she yeah she doesn't have the experience to do this i mean but i love her so much that i'm hoping like she pulls it all off (laughs) maybe she's doing it all on purpose and she's a genius she's actually screwing up so captain jason will spend more time in the galley with her i mean (laughs) i sacrificed my career to spend more time with captain jason i'm just saying i'm just kidding i would not i would not at all but you would not in a heartbeat and even in in any shape of no i wouldn't sacrifice anything about myself for any man But, but i'm saying he is spending more time in the galley with her just just right right just noticing that well she they they, the deck crew actually docks the boat and does a good job and it's like dark it's nighttime it's storming outside and this fucking ugly ass quote-unquote yacht they're on <laughs> looks like i'm watching an episode of the deadliest catches are docking this boat am i wrong no I'm, you're not wrong i so mean i've never go. really seen that show but uh, no, i can but imagine it doesn't look like a fancy motor yacht docking that's all i'm saying anyway yeah. carry on uh, well the provisioner says that uh well i'm sorry the provisions have arrived she has 50 minutes to make the chicken 
which is crazy to me because we know chicken can take a long time to cook depending on how thick yeah because she was doing the math calculations earlier when she was on the phone with the provisional right she's like like oh wait a minute okay like if you, i can't get the chicken started until hand you know then then can i still do it and she was like yeah i'll be able to but it'll be tight so right and i'll be honest i was looking at it the food she was cooking and i, I said to myself this this isn't this is not gonna be good no, this is when good. I was texting you. She's not cut out for this. She's right. Chevy's not cut out for this. And then I didn't want to tell you that she pulled it off because I, I was ahead of you. Right. I didn't want to spoil it for you. So I had to wait till you got caught up. And then I went back and <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. the machinations of us texting while we're live watching, but 20 minutes off from each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the primary loved the dish. So that's good. Yes um i typed laura's trying to flirt with adam again which i feel like is a recurring theme so i'm just gonna say it now and maybe mm-hmm. i'll say it again but it was the entire episode yes um yeah, yeah. and, and when, yeah there's there's flirting and then there's what laura was doing yes which is mm-hmm. like up until the point where producers had to like pull her off of his bunk like it was really uncomfortable and cringy like but more like it was like uncomfortable for her i felt like adam was handling himself right up until he agreed to the massage but doesn't matter it doesn't make what she's doing okay but right he's sitting there going i don't know what else to do well how about say fucking no to the massage yeah. if you don't know what else to do but that seems like such a small aside uh, in the bigger picture of what how she was behaving but her behavior was getting increasingly more and more physical. I mean, and she was definitely, it was definitely the definition of sexual assault for sure. hundred percent. Regardless of what is, his actions were. Because she was touching him sexually and without consent. And that's sexual assault. And she was not getting the social cues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry, I, I yawned as soon you as you totally yawned mid sentence. <laughs> uh, she was not seeing the social cues at all. She was not getting them. It was not. I don't know if it's because she was drinking or no. no I mean, because she was she sober. Was sober for half right. of it too. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know because she was drinking a lot <laughs> on yeah on the boat. But um, when I was like, oh, there she's pounding beers for breakfast again. Um, but mm-hmm. um. Didn't she, um, well, I must break. Sorry. Um, we see a conversation between Laura and Asia. Laura asked Asia to change shifts because she didn't want to work the night shift every charter because she was uh, tired. No, Asia- no, 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 but she wasn't really tired. This was all mm-hmm. her made upness because she had manipulation. Her, she wanted to manipulate it so she could be on night shift with Adam again because she wanted another. Oh, this is what I was going to say was that, like, it's not just like the social cues and stuff. Like, I mean, he's telling her no. And she's like, he's such a hard one to read. No, <laughs> girl, no, he's not. He's telling you no repeatedly right. over and over that he just wants to be friends. And are oh, you friends? Don't you don't kiss your friends? No, I don't. He can't be more clear yeah. <laughs> repeatedly over and over and over right you know she's just intentionally ignoring him because she doesn't believe that she could be that he couldn't want all that yeah both her and luke displayed predatory behavior that was disgusting 
Well, when Aisha tells her no, she can't switch. And Laura asks her why. Aisha says it's because Margot doesn't have the experience to be able to work by herself doing service late at night. Mm-hmm. And Laura basically looked at her and was like, well, why don't you do it? And yeah. she's like, I have to be there for all the meals. I'm the chief stew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like no what well, kind like, of question is like are you stupid that's what I was like are you dumb like I don't have to be a yachty I don't have to be a stewardess to know <laughs> granted I was a GM of a restaurant but it, to me it's common sense like it was just like oh my god I mean I mean so first so she, she wanted she was trying to like you know manipulate her way back to Adam although just because Luke back had, to Adam <laughs> because she yeah. had tried him at first and he said no and then he she went over to Luke made out with Luke and then the next day she went back to Adam because Luke told her that she overheard Luke telling her no and then so she went back to Adam and then Adam's telling her no 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 <laughs> but she <laughs> she doesn't care yeah. but then she goes back to Luke kind of she was giving me whiplash but yeah, well, and the thing is, too, like, I'm all about women's sexuality. Do whatever we want. Do what makes you happy. Right. That doesn't hurt others. But that doesn't hurt others. That doesn't mean be a desperate woman. Like, she was throwing out desperate vibes to the point where I'm like, just please. Like, you're making a fool of yourself. I hope she looks back at this and is like, wow. These how, okay. how, just like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, because, like, he was just continuously, no, no, right. no. I don't want to kiss you. He would say saying these words, not just oh, no, but no, I don't want to kiss you. I don't want to kiss you. You know, yeah. I don't care. However, you say it in a joking manner, <laughs> or you're like, no, I don't want to kiss you. Either way, you're saying no, I don't want to kiss you. Yep, the key word is no, right? <laughs> you said no. <laughs> you know, not a maybe, not a not now. <laughs> no, and she just kept. Do like physically throwing herself at him and like you know, you know touching him and rubbing herself up against him and doing all these things which you know he kept trying to back away from and step away from and then you know they all got out of the hot tub or whatever but um well we see Culver and Zarina flirting in the galley and I'm hoping that something will come of that but what we see later on we'll, we'll get into we that later. See later on there is <laughs> yeah so I was like, they're just so damn cute together. So hopefully they something are. comes from that. Uh, they then have a tip meeting and the guests leave a huge tip, $25,000, where yeah. the primary said he had more and he wanted to arm wrestle Captain Jason for it. Could you tell if he actually gave him the extra money anyway? I think he did. I couldn't, I couldn't tell, but he was a real dick if he didn't. Yeah, I saw, well, I rewound it and he was like, here you go, you earned it or something. So I'm assuming... He gave him the second envelope as well because there was twenty five thousand dollars total. So that I don't makes know. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you know, we just pulled it, and I mean, I feel like at first I was like kind of weirded out. Is like, why are you going to withhold some and be like, oh, you have to earn this too? Because it reminded me but, at first. Well, yeah, I got it. I like I understood. I I realized I was misreading it. Oh, uh, but yeah. but like at first, it reminded me of those douchebags that one time will be like, "Well, I was going to give you this whole thing, but I'm going to hold this back." <laughs> the That's penny what stock reminded guy. Me of at first, the penny stock guy, the penny stock traders that didn't have Wi-Fi oh, on the boat. Worst. Yes. 
And so I'm taking first, five thousand back because you didn't have Wi-Fi or whatever bullshit. Right, your Wi-Fi in the middle of the Caribbean isn't super. My strong. girlfriend wanted cheese quesadillas, not this filet mignon. What are you thinking? It, it, the the gastro pub whatever <laughs> catch whatever <laughs> anyway um that that's what i was thinking of at first when that happened but then i realized like oh no they're all joking about it it must be an ongoing joke whatever and then it was fine you know yeah uh, but yeah at first that's what i first thought i was like oh no oh okay okay stand yeah. down katrina stand down <laughs> mm-hmm. well outreach. Captain gave Adam the helmet for having sea legs, I guess, and just like being. Oh, nauseous. because he kept like the whole time the during the storm, he kept getting seasick and he couldn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what kind of seaman are you? <laughs> yep. Uh, so Laura, oh god, where they're getting in the cab, they're going to dinner, and I guess I don't remember who said it. Maybe Zarina was like, "Oh, thank God, I have underwear on" or something. Mm-hmm. And Laura says, well, I'm not wearing panties and grabs Adam's leg. And I was like, cringe, cringe, mm-hmm. cringe. And he's like, Ugh. oh, I moved cars. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And yes, it is creepy and uncomfortable watching it. Like, I'm, yeah, it is creepy and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So at dinner, Adam and Zarina step away to have a cigarette. And Adam tells Zarina he's not in the Laura and that Laura is not taking the rejection well and is coming off desperate and clingy. And that's when Serena was like, well, you just need to be like very straightforward with her. And he's like, I have been, I have been. She's like, no, you need to be even more straightforward with her, right. I guess. But we see that doesn't work. Right. <laughs> in fact, she almost sees it like a challenge. I feel like she ups her ante when yes. she starts saying no yes. more. Yeah, with her, it didn't matter. It was like, yeah, it was just served as a challenge. Yeah. All right, so then Harry's sitting next to Margo at dinner, and he's being his typical sweet self. Uh, and Margo's like, I don't like it when a guy's all over me, but I also don't like the asshole type guy. But I guess I do like the asshole type guy because he's annoying me. So, okay. All right. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, come on, Margo, don't be this way. Um, and this is when she kind of dodges Harry. Yeah, she dodges turns- Harry in lieu of Luke. Um, yeah. but then she makes it very obvious and she was like I'm drunk I'm no I'm going I'm going to bed and okay you know what let's take a break because this is where I and like we'll come back and we'll talk about this because this yeah. is where the 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 icky stuff starts so um let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey, Fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly. And it holds all those bulges in every little, but last bulge that I have 
is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it is super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. And we are back. Guess who just literally I, on our break, I checked my Instagram because I had messaged Captain Jason while I was watching the episode. Oh, because you I guys said, are like besties now. Yeah. And I said, I would like, I want to re- you know, talk about coming on the episode because he, thank you. Let's find a time. Oh, yeah. So anyways, guys, um, hopefully that'll work out. We're um, going to try. But uh, yeah. Okay. So here we go. Okay, we go, we guys. So, trigger warning: if you don't want to hear this, come back after the next break. Yes. So, everyone is leaving to go back to the boat, and Margot is completely hammered. She has her face like she's laying in Luke's lap, so drunk that Aisha and everyone realize, "Hey, we got to make sure she gets back to the boat." Aisha even mm-hmm. says, "I'm going to make sure that she gets to bed safely because she is extremely intoxicated." Mm-hmm. right and we've all been there i'm sure a lot of people listening i have been there. loved aisha in this very i mean i loved her for a lot of reasons this episode but this is where it started because her watching out for her at this point before luke showed his other color his true colors even more like aisha was already being protective and watching out for her you know, and, and I just like, I loved that. I loved women watching out for women. So I do too. And everyone needs a friend like her. Mm-hmm. And she's setting a great example for women. We talk about women's empowerment. This is exactly like women standing up for each other and just helping each other out. It just warmed right. my heart. Recognizing okay. that in that moment, that's what Margot needed was a girlfriend to keep her away from the predator. Yes. So. Luke says he's bringing Margot to bed and Aisha's like, uh, I'm going to get her safely in bed. So he was kind of like, I got her. I got her. And Aisha's like, no, no. We see Colbert kissing Zarina briefly on the, on the list. Yeah. That was lovely. Which was consensual. Consensual within their uh, both prescribed consensual boundaries. Yes. So the power on the boat goes out and Luke is kind of drunkenly wandering around and he follows Laura into her room. Now he Luke crawls into bed with Margot. So he's following Laura first. Then he kind of leaves Laura's room, crawls in, tries to crawl into bed with Margot. And, and, and also wait. have it be noted when Aisha put Margot to bed and they were having their conversation. She was like, I want to make sure you're put to you know, bed. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't want Luke. No Luke. She, she, you know. She which, had a vibe. She had a vibe, she said. He was drunk she, and just had just, a bad feeling. She, and she, she, she articulated this in front of Aisha to, you know, to, to further clarify <laughs> that yes. if her, even if her, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> yes. So at the time we didn't see Luke actually being naked until he comes out. So Maybe he walked in with a towel and I think it fell he had off. the ta- Well, because yeah. they show him getting out of the hot tub and he'd been wearing his underwear, his like boxer briefs, but they were white. And so like, 
I, I don't know, maybe production, maybe make somebody gave him a towel. And so he had this towel around his waist, but he was so drunk. It wasn't like staying on. Mm-hmm. So he had that kind of falling off his waist as he went into the Margo's room and closed the door. Like you can see the towel falling. Right. And now Margo's on the top bunk too. So in order for him to climb up, he'd have to hold on to the towel. Which, which yeah, he know. loses the towel at that, at some point right in round in there. Yeah. So at this point, the lights are still out. Production's banging on the door. Hey man, come on. Oh no, actually before the door even closed, they're like, hey, right. come on. They get went off, in. Get off. Right. They went in after him when he went in there half naked where Margot was passed out. Yep. And her back was to the, her back production to the immediately door. grabs him and will starts trying to pull him out. Yeah. And he's telling to them point, no. Like, oh no. Like, he was fighting with them and managed to get the door closed, I think is yeah. what the sequence was. So the lights came on in the middle of all of this. The light on the boat came back on. And that's when you see him looking really kind of confused and also just like get out. Um, and as soon as the lights came on, that's when he jumped up and started to close the door. And production's banging on the door, trying to get him out. That was really creepy. Like, you're gonna it was hard to watch production it. right it was hard to watch it um but it was like i mean like it, yeah you see this happening and you're like oh god oh god because we've seen the same shit play out on so many different reality shows and you hear about it after the fact in these lawsuits like this most recent one with the love is blind people saying they were applied with alcohol and all these other things to do the certain things right right and so you see this scenario and you're like what's going to happen how is it going to play out and i honestly was not expecting it to play out the way that it did and mm-hmm. at this point i reserve my right to change my mind on this as i process it more but at this point i'll say it was handled i'd let i I was okay with the way it was handled. Like I yeah. liked the way that pr- production stepped in. They, cause you know, people always say, why doesn't production step in? Right. You know, well, they did here, you know, they did before he closed the door, he was going in there. She was passed out. He was half naked. Everybody yeah. recognized it was not a safe situation and went and got him and pulled him out immediately. And some people may argue, well, they should have pulled him off or whatever. Here's the deal. He's completely wasted. It was very obvious. They were, in my opinion, like you said, I think that they were doing it in a way that was non-confrontational and nice at first, right? Like, hey, they were trying, they were trying, trying to, to de-escalate, yeah. de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. and just get him away, right? That mm-hmm. was their goal, just to get him away. That may have been all it would take, because sometimes right. that is with drunk people. They just go, oh, okay, and don't realize what they're doing or whatever and they're they go along with it and it never has to get any worse than that yeah but not here nope so at the same time that this is going on or shortly thereafter we see laura then crawling into bed with adam while he's trying to sleep and him telling her no to get out Mm -hmm. and production then goes into their room and is trying to pull her off of him difference is she a listens and b is not naked slowly right. I mean, she's slowly listening but... well she was giving him the massage that he had agreed to quote unquote agreed to which i mean should he have agreed to it not Probably if his not. grand you know like that would not if you're trying to tell her no then tell her no don't tell her yes right yeah. like when you're thinking about it from that 
point of view but when you're looking at it from this point of view like does it make what she you know for him saying yes to the massage does that make what she was doing right absolutely not no no right. he was not consenting to any of that by saying yes you can give me a massage he was not consenting to any of her other behavior other than that what would be simply a massage right like you're not mm -hmm. consenting to all of the other behavior that she had i mean it was really uncomfortable at Very that point like by the time it got to the point where she crawled up in his bed after he repeatedly told her no he had been repeatedly telling her no in the hot tub then everybody gets out of the hot tub like you know it's like she's following him around trying to touch him and rubbing up against him and he's like no and moving away and da -da -da -da. and it was just getting worse and worse and worse so yeah right after the situation happening with luke and that whole kerfluffle because that's still kind of a kerfluffle because everybody else nobody knows what's kind of going on they wait something's happening the power's back on wait what's going on so everyone's kind of like whatever at the same time laura is continuing her let's go have sex talk right oh okay mm -hmm. you're not gonna say yes to having sex yet okay well how about a kiss no okay how about a touch okay how about a massage how about yeah. a hand job how about that you know like pretty much like, it was so uncomfortable um absolutely uncomfortable for me so that's so that yeah so then she gets up into the bed with her little like lotion and that's why i figured out what was happening is because she had this bottle of lotion she's like squirting on his back and i'm like what the fuck is she doing is that lube <laughs> and then she got up there and she's massaging him because there was the is it not it's not going to be sexual i promise just a massage just a massage mm -hmm. you know whatever so how many women listening were told they're just going to get a massage and then nine and a half months later right mm -hmm. and where's the massage. fucking massage still have knots in your shoulders don't you right exactly <laughs> <laughs> which i do by the way and i couldn't get to my chiropractor today because they closed early because of the weather too so oh man their work is twice as hard tomorrow so. good I, I like a challenge excellent i'm excited anyway well, so at this point, Aisha's crying to Captain. She decides that it's important enough, obviously it is, to wake up Captain Jason to tell him what's going right. on. Right. And I'm just like, she's the best. That's what I wrote. Aisha's right. the best. Yeah, because like earlier, before you, like more things have happened, but she, earlier she's like, I need to go tell, you know, the captain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all this other stuff was happening and she was trying to, you know, get to it and you know but she recognized very early <laughs> in this oh oh something's happening and you talk to him yeah and, and so just like recognizing when she needs to escalate something is is really awesome and last season she talked more about the sexual assault that she had experienced so she went into a little bit more detail so this time around they she briefly mentioned it she she mm -hmm. acknowledged that yes she had been a victim of sexual assault and non-consensual sexual assault while yeah. she was passed out drunk mm -hmm. so, so for exactly. her she yeah. recognizes the scenario and she's going to do everything she can to protect anyone from that from that happening to them so and bless and her. I, yeah so captain is listening and i think it was just great how he had so much compassion and empathy Mm -hmm. he was immediately like okay you know and didn't make her handle more than she should have and you know and was like okay I'll, it, and not, not that i don't think any captain has really done that but yeah um but you know it's just it's just it's a, it's a it's a something a mark of a good leader that they know how to 
you know, when, what they need to take and, you know, things like that. So it's like, she came to him and, and, and then, you know, he tasks her with, okay, no, you did it. You know, you're fine. You're good. You're done. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't need to worry about this anymore. This is beyond your, um, you know, your, what your, your pay grade basically, you know? Yeah. So he goes marching in there and wakes his ass up. Luke's ass. Yeah. And it's like, get up. You're going to a hotel, get your clothes on. Again, just removing him from the situation. Yeah. He did not need to be there. Immediately removed him from the situation, which is absolutely what should have happened. Mm -hmm. And Jason, Captain Jason handled it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely what should have happened. So everybody's going to bed and a lot of people don't know what actually went down. So it wasn't until the next morning, Margot is trying to figure out the night. She's talking to Laura. She's like, what happened? I know I came back. I remember production a little bit, I guess, getting him out of the room. She couldn't really put all the pieces together. Right. And nobody knew where Luke was. And so finally, Aisha explained to Margot what had happened. And that's when I know you posted the clip of the three of them, Aisha, Margot, and Zarina sitting in the room Mm -hmm. with Aisha explaining what happened. And Zarina saying women should be able to be drunk and naked and not have anyone do anything to them. Right. And there is Absolutely. so much victim blaming when it comes to assault. She shouldn't have worn that. She shouldn't have been out late by herself. She shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have drank too much. I mean, I you can go on and on and on and on about the victim blaming. But at the end of the day, a woman should be able to do whatever the fuck she wants to do and not be sexually assaulted. Period. Right. right. Period. <laughs> like, like, that's it. End of story. You yeah. know, like, there's the whole, like, there's a list somewhere i saw this you know one through ten ways not to get raped you know da 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 da. you know don't wear this don't walk alone at night make sure you have a weapon make sure you have you know this and that right and you know how about you know ways not to be a rapist you know (laughs) don't rape rape women how about that that should be number one on the list don't rape women don't Mm -hmm. rape men don't rape don't be a rapist don't rape any human being don't rape men women non-binary anybody on anywhere don't rape yes just don't rape like it's that's it yep anyway yep so and this is where i started to really really feel for margo and uh when she started calling or not calling it but she was said to the cameras and everything she said she felt disappointed in herself and that she's sad and she's trying to process it all and she then said quote i was probably being too flirty and that right there i think a lot of people who have been in that situation can relate to that i you know feeling like maybe it's my fault maybe i did something wrong which right. we know it's not her fault this is but so yeah and this is another level of why this could be very triggery because it wasn't just the event itself now we're talking this aftermath where the victim's going maybe i was being too flirty maybe i drank too much i know i drank too much i was passed out like i was like she she knows intellectually and she you know hopefully with you know therapy and all this other stuff you know we'll get there and not blame herself because as serena said woman should be able to be as drunk as you want passed out naked and not have anything happen to her yep yep <laughs> like well it's, i know it's common sense it's like uh, you would think anyway. okay 
So this is, again, when I think this episode can't get any worse when it uh-huh. comes to content, uh, which is what happens. We see Captain Jason wanting to have a meeting with the crew and tell everyone kind of an update as to what's going on. Now, obviously, it's a very kind of somber, just uncomfortable energy in the air. Everyone looks confused. Luke's not there. Captain looks very serious. And there's Laura sitting next to Adam on the couch, trying to cuddle him and touching him right in front of everyone. Roping his thighs. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It it makes, it's like, what, what planet are you on? Situational awareness? Anything? Nothing. Nothing. Anything between the ears? No, nothing. Yep. Oh my God. So Captain then goes on to tell everyone he's terminating Luke's uh, employment and that walking into somebody else's room without consent is a serious offense, that everyone should feel safe and their door is their space. Mm -hmm. And nobody should be entering it without consent and not entering it at all naked, obviously. That shouldn't even have to be said. But consent is the key word here. And that Luke will be on the boat to get his stuff. That's when Laura said, are we allowed to ask the question? Are we allowed to say goodbye? And Captain said, no. I'm like, is that really the question you want to ask right now? After everything you well, just said, well, you want to yeah, say goodbye? That wasn't as bad. That was the good. That was oh, the question yeah. only got worse from there on out. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was, little did we know that was, that was as good as it was going to get from her. Yep. And that's when I wrote down the note, Katrina, we called this last week or the week before when he made those like, insult type comments about just like fucking caveman like i don't know i don't even remember what they were but he just said some dumb shit i mean it made me think of like literally a a caveman like what do they used to do like club women over the head and like yeah like just like you're an idiot like you're a fucking idiot i'm sorry i'm cursing a lot today i'm very triggered yeah sorry just like he did (laughs) sorry not Not sorry (laughs) yeah so Again, here goes the episode getting even worse. Mm-hmm. We see Laura and Margo sitting down to have a conversation. And Laura says to Margo, I'm so sad Luke is gone. Margo said, I'm not. And Laura was like, this is stupid. He should have gotten a warning. And then she starts going on and on about why he shouldn't have been fired. And was and- he hard? And all this, because this was well, this was the first of the conversations, right? Like where she's like asking if it was hard and if you'd come into my bed. So, or Margo then explains to her what happened, and Laura says she should have kept him happy, and if he came into her cabin, it would have been different. AKA, she would have kept him happy, right? Like, right. Yeah. And we all feel bad, but he feels the worst right now, huh? Like. He feels the worst. Was unreal. Like I almost want to look at a transcript of it just to see how bad it is because it was just just watching. I was horrified. I just at the words that were coming out of her mouth. Like it, each word, each sentence was worse and worse than the one before it. Right. And now what people don't maybe don't realize is so this episode airs Monday nights and we record actually on Monday nights right after the episode airs. Hmm. So there typically there's not a lot of content to have to really sit and 
analyze and ponder uh right it's below deck it's not like it's really deep intellect here that we have to like analyze (laughs) on a deep level we don't have to do any research necessarily for these episodes (laughs) but this episode was a lot so i tried rewinding it and i tried to get what i could out of it but i think i might have to watch it again at least one more time to really fully take in everything that was said Mm -hmm. because i couldn't catch every single thing and i i was just so shocked at what she was saying Maybe yeah. a part of me didn't even want to take notes on it because it was just so triggering. I don't know. Well, just... and 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 I mean, I just like is like I put my phone down and I just like sat up and I was just like watching it as like this unfolded because you have, you know, like yeah, you could I couldn't pay attention to anything else because I'm watching this unfold and so you've got this first conversation with Laura where it did look like she was like kind of cleaning but like kind of like she approached margot specifically to talk about this issue mm-hmm. and um she never once asked how she was or anything like that it was what about luke what about luke oh he's got to be feeling terrible i mean i'm sorry about you but luke yeah and then me oh god and then there was another conversation in the laundry room where laura basically calls laura's in the laundry room calls margot down like specifically come in here and like oh yeah goes into her even more laura goes into margo about how unfair it was that luke didn't get a warning and this isn't shouldn't be a fireable fence and he was just and then this oh this was the 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 other one was the fireable fence stuff this was the victim blaming right yeah well so what happened next is laura can't get it through her head that it's that serious how she's not understanding it is beyond me because she kept thinking like it was that serious and now laura is now telling margo she doesn't think it's fair she said he was probably joking and that he was a very sexual person then laura tells margo well you didn't say no all night so we probably felt comfortable going in there that just again just when you think she can't say was, anything worse it was he obviously felt comfortable going in there right and, and this is like every fat old white prosecutor you know trying to victim blame to get their poor little stanford swimmer out of his you know poor little bad you know poor mistake or whatever like right. uh-uh. Mm-mm. i just yep. mm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But then it gets worse. She gets even worse. Like, 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 um, he's just sexual and, and he didn't mean it. And, and it didn't mean it that way. And he wouldn't have raped you anyway. Like, yeah, like, how would you know? Right? What? what? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. How- these words that are coming out of your mouth and she keeps getting incensed that's what's so funny too is how and not funny haha it's like laura is so like margo is just standing there dumbfounded yeah as anybody as i was like i'm like my face is hanging open watching this but laura keeps getting worked up and worked up and she's all incensed and the more she talks about it and oh my god he wouldn't rape you anyway and and what about me and i didn't even get to say goodbye to him and oh like suddenly making it about her somehow Mm -hmm. somehow luke being a sexual predator is about laura and it's all margo's fault 
It was very, very uncomfortable. It was. And it reminds me of like every woman that defends a piece of shit man that's like, oh, well, or you're like people, okay. You know, when like men cheat on their wives and mm-hmm. then there are women that'll be like, well, you should have, you should have pleasured him more. If you should have cooked him for him more. He wouldn't have been strained. Right. You should have done this. You should have done that. Like, no, how about we just don't not blame the victim, like not blame the woman. I don't know. I'm not yeah, comparing. And, and I'm not comparing be, men cheating to. Yeah, I mean, I'm a just consensual, saying, like, a consensual sexual relationship. She's right. not. We're, we're not comparing it. In no, that I'm just saying, like, women who defend just pieces of shit. I just don't understand. I don't yeah, get it. And, and the the um, surprisingly, it wasn't the initial attack the initial assault that was what triggered me in this case in this show the aftermath i agree it was the aftermath it was first the conversation with the three of them when when zarina was like women should be able to be naked and passed out and not have anything happen to her that was very um it's a very sobering comment and if and if you disagree with any aspect of that statement you really need to examine why you might Mm -hmm. disagree with it um male female you know oh we've all been there oh oh, i shouldn't have drank so much you know i was kissing him earlier no like work we work we're conditioned to think that i spent my entire college education thinking that yeah (laughs) and putting myself in very um consent curious situations Mm -hmm. you know um and because of uh, of that same sort of sort of belief so then so that was triggering and then laura's comments were even more so that even right. worse because it reminded me of, of the reason why, why don't women report this well why exactly because you have this when you if somebody who has the ability to see the behavior exactly what happened on camera and still doesn't think there's anything wrong with it, not saying the behavior didn't happen, but saying that there's no wrong, nothing wrong with it, then excusing the behavior out of hand, that's just unacceptable. And that's what happens in court. This is what happens when you're not in court. Like there's no way you're when, when evidentiary standards are what they are and you get lawyers and all the things involved and all the stuff involved it's even less so like to be believed when you're in this scenario like no like well i'm wondering and i'm hoping i should say that when laura watches this episode back if she chooses to uh that she will maybe either come out with an apology or just reflect on her behavior and the things that she said and i'm hoping she can learn from this because this was a really she's a shit person i'm just gonna say it she's a yeah really, so really this person. all this happened so this is the laundry room conversations or this is the ultimate like the, the final yeah resting piece the the straw that broke the camel's back as it were right well you didn't tell him no all night so he probably yeah. felt comfortable going in there and 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 yeah and and no just no <laughs> um that's just in case it's not clear that's not okay (laughs) it's not okay to go into somebody's room naked and try to crawl in bed with and actually crawl in bed with them without their consent while they're passed out if you think there's any part of that situation that's okay then there's problems because there is no part of that scenario in any way shape or form that was okay right nothing about it was okay 
I see a lot of people online and in different forums commenting on different situations, whether they be court cases, whatever going on. Oh, well, you know, alcohol's to blame this and that. Like, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to agree that alcohol's okay to drink. You don't, you know, you can Mm -mm. do all that. You can say, okay, well, alcohol, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't have been drinking. Right. Okay. So you don't agree with drinking alcohol. Great. Fine. Fine. Don't drink it then. Doesn't matter. Don't (laughs) touch people. Don't crawl into bed with them naked. (laughs) I wish people would preach like as passionately about, I don't know, sexual assault as much as they do about dressing like a quote whore and drinking too much alcohol. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing how people can we teach our daughters what don't dress that way and don't drink alcohol, <laughs> but we don't teach our kids. No, I mean our, our sons not to rape people. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that's a. I'm not saying people are or not. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just. Bleh. No, we're just very triggered and we're trying to process this up. Yes, exactly. With we're, you we're all having listening. a group processing session, yes. session here. Um, but there was, yeah, there was a lot in that, that episode, multiple layers of triggery. Um, so then what happens after this is Aisha goes and talks to Captain Again. about it. Mm-hmm. Captain's like, okay, calls Margo up and was like, hey, is this what happened? And not as gruff as that. <laughs> it, was, it was much more compassionate than that. And she's like, yeah. And it made me feel this way. Yeah. And he's like, okay, done. We, I'm taking care of it. And then um margo had also i mean not margo um aisha had also told captain about laura's inappropriate behavior with adam and how she had had the aisha had had a conversation with adam that he was not comfortable with it and had expressed his boundaries not that everyone didn't hear him also but just for you know you know every he had expressed his boundaries and everybody has heard his boundaries and she wasn't she wasn't following those and he wasn't comfortable with it so she aisha told jason that as well right so Jason calls him up. He tells her, he tells him, yeah, he confirms what Aisha said. He's like, okay, done. So he calls Laura up, done. Boom, you're fired. Like basically, like, like you, you hook, that's it. Zero. Like yeah. you don't, you don't even get a chance. So Captain Jason, yeah, he tells Laura that Adam feel, feels uncomfortable with how she's acting around him and that he is upset because uh she has no empathy and was talking and acting. Well, what else did I? yeah basically she has no empathy right so he's got she inappropriate boundaries was not following boundaries with adam being inappropriate that regard complete lack of empathy towards Margot and the other people on the boat about the situation Mm -hmm. and that's not something that he can have and he had just said have some fucking empathy right wasn't doing it so he also she also disrespected his boundaries so Mm -hmm. he was like all of this no all done none of this yeah and just like that we're back into another team meeting with uh (laughs) jason captain jason reiterating boundaries again for the second time now or the millionth time really but yeah so we then see asia checking in on margo and seeing how she's doing and just the amount of love and compassion and like just positive energy that like pours out of asia is just so refreshing to see you know i i I do have to i have to say this because it made me feel a little bit icky was aisha did it and i think i mean she did it like once and i think um harry did it 
although a little less so maybe um I don't know, there was just a bit of well when laura talked to you and was acting this way she she made margo feel terrible and it's like margo's standing right there why oh like saying things in front of the yeah, they're like well, you know, you know, she she made Margot feel terrible. Well, like Margot's hearing you say this, like that's like a re-victimization in a different way for me because it's mm. like, you know, you're just telling me that I like uh, that here I I'm already feeling bad because I got one person fired, and now you're telling me that my behavior is what caused somebody else to be fired. Like I I don't know, but maybe that's just my own personal like feeling like i'm always in the wrong <laughs> so if somebody were to say that about me i would be like oh god what did i do now like great i shouldn't have felt this way because about what laura was saying because now i'm the responsible for that too ah. but it, it was minor in comparison and i and and i don't think there was any ill will when anybody mentioned it at all it was all like look she was i mean they were all doing their their intent i think was all very very good they're like look like laura's like being a bitch they should have said Laura's being a bitch rather than yeah. Laura's making Margo oh. feel bad. And like we Margo forgot to mention we forgot to mention that when Captain was firing her and he asked her, like, what did you say to Margo? <laughs> Laura was like, Oh, I told her I was worried about her and asked her how she was doing. Bitch, no, you didn't. You didn't ask her. I don't Not remember you asking you. those questions. Mm-mm. No. How's yeah, Luke? He said, he What's says Luke? He says, he says, like, um, yeah what did you say she's like oh yeah well you know did you i just said um uh how are you how are you feeling and are you feeling okay and no no no, i didn't say it you know which makes me realize she knows what she should have done she knows she knows so she's not like completely and then it's like she forgets that it's all filmed right (laughs) which i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna say it again i think she was drinking i do if she's well, popping yeah, beers in the morning her, we saw her I, pounding those beers yeah and now it's becoming more clear now we see in the the previews for the rest of the season apparently Margot's having an issue with it too or at least she had one day where she's having an issue it looked yeah. to me like maybe she had one day i don't know well last they... season culver had a day where he drank like so captain told culver because he was chief entertainment officer right whatever he told them they could they have, could have one drink and he had like three or maybe three that we saw. So um, I'm wondering, I don't think Captain's going to fire her, but we'll see. But yeah, so we see next time, rather than next time, we see like, th- you know, one of those. The rest of the season. Tra- the rest yeah, of the it's season. Like the mid- this is the mid-season trailer or whatever. Yeah, we see like some porn stars on deck having fun. Uh, we see Culver dancing in his costumes. And it looks like Harry's going to get his heart broken because we see Margot making out with Joao, who was on last season, who's kind of a douche. They replaced yeah, one. He douche was with originally douche. on the original. I remember oh. him from the original. Oh, he was on the original. Okay, I can't even remember my. Yeah, okay. well, he was. He might have been. I think he was on Med too. They, Everything they, is a blur. He he was on both the original and Med, I believe. Oh, that makes sense because he was with Asia on right. Med then. Right. Yeah. So it looks like they're making out. So, and then we see Culver potentially hooking up with a new stew. Yeah. and then drama. And then you see, oh, yeah, but he belongs to her and and pointing to um, Sheppy. And so, yeah, like it's, there's, yeah, problems. 
you know and margo i mean i'm not gonna like pound you know like pile on her or anything you know but she did say that she you know kind of gets attracted to the assholes right and right. you know she, her behavior when she was like oh i'm gonna go you know she's like he's annoying me so i'm gonna go with him you know like like that's foreshadowing i think what's to come mm-hmm. later you know with her behavior Poor harry's little heart is gonna be broken he's gonna have his heart broken yeah poor guys i don't even know what to say i'm just still processing i don't think i'm gonna sleep tonight very well i don't have to work tomorrow because i'm on leave because i'm going to annapolis to get (laughs) acupuncture with dr lexi can you believe this no i'm not gonna say it anyway doesn't matter Um, anyway, you guys, um, there's a lot is heavy. Um, so we'll just, we should just end it with this. Yeah. Um, uh, and thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and we will be back next week. Thanks guys. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.